This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Hey there, listeners. We have a holiday treat for you all this week. We wanted to release the audio from our live show that we did earlier this year at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. That show was on October 28th, 2022. We had such a wonderful time doing this show, and I hope that it comes across in the audio. Thank you so much to everybody who joined us for the show in person or on live stream. It really meant so much to us. If you weren't able to make it, no worries. Uh, In addition to this audio, we will be releasing the live stream video from the show on our Patreon. So please join us over there. It will be available on all patron levels. We are also going to be releasing some of the pictures. So when you get to the Tainted Love segment of the show, you'll hear me mention some visual aids, some pieces of artwork, and we will be releasing at least a few of those over on our Patreon as well. So please feel free to join us over there. You can find a link to our Patreon on our website, myristatepodcast.com. But in the meantime, we hope that you enjoy this audio and that you're having a wonderful holiday. Cheers. And now, please welcome Cassie, Keegan, and Christina, the ladies of my worst date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. And I'm Christina. And we have to we have to give it up for Boobies and Newbies. Oh, oh my gosh, God. one more time. Wow. So good. Woo. I, I am really hope that Taylor my... Swift does not sue us or sue or sue Kelly. I can only assume she's watching. Of course, I, of course she is. Uh, yeah. Obviously. She's got nothing else going on this week. <laughs> right. I'm no albums a, that drop book. What the immediately, what? if not sooner. The librarian in the orc? That oh, should sound good. I... <laughs> oh well, thank you guys so much for joining us. If you don't know who we are, we're My Worst Day Podcast. Um, started four, almost five years yeah. ago now. Yeah. We have listeners right in their absolute worst Woo. dating stories ever. Yeah. We have a dose of true crime. We talk pop culture, all the noise. So if you want to find us, please do. And thank you guys so much for braving Friday night traffic to come out tonight. We love you. Brutal. Brutal. Uh, Thank you. I have no clue what just happened, but I feel very hot about it. Now, (laughs) I actually didn't know I could sit in this outfit until right this second. I'm very happy it worked out. You guys might get more than you paid for, so... This I mean, if great. we're going to talk pre-COVID, I do have a, a hole that I cut into this belt. <laughs> it's not there anymore. Hey, no, you know, here. we're all here. Everyone's great. I, can I actually wanted to start off today by giving everybody a little relationship advice. Um, I don't know what everybody's background is, but I actually found some gems from old Cosmo uh, magazines. <laughs> And I figured, let's just take a walk down memory lane, like 90s, 2000s, and just, I feel like everybody can kind of see where we came from. Was anybody (laughs) subscribed to Cosmo in the early 2000s, the 90s? 
I was one of those people, like, I was the kid who was like, Sassy Magazine. And like, <laughs> I definitely, I had like the 17 years. Oh, I was 17 was all quick, the day. But by the time I was 17, it was Cosmo, for no, sure. There yeah. was a period of time in the early 2000s when Cosmopolitan Magazine decided that they needed to market mm. to like preteens. Yes. And yes. so there was Cosmo Girl Magazine. Yes. And I had a subscription for like three years. Excellent. I want to say that it was equally as problematic. It went from highlights to Cosmo Girl very yeah, quickly. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. You, you had your National Geographic and you went straight into Cosmo yes. Girl immediately. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see what you guys think. Because this is uh, called Seven Psychotic Pieces oh, of Relationship Advice from Cosmo. Oh so, the number seven tip. This is like how you know your man is stepping out on you, okay? Okay. He comes home and he shares the details of his day. Oh. Mm-hmm. Chris, mm-hmm. red fucking flag. I can't see you. Yep. Immediately. You tell yep. me about your day all the time. Yep. <laughs> Do not be fooled by a guy who offers up tons of minor bits of information about where he been or what he doing. At first, Disney's it may child seem... wrote this article. <laughs> At first, it may seem because he can describe so much, he must be being truthful, but he could actually be trying to cover his ass. I love it that they're like, if a man is emotionally available to you, lying. Not lying. Lying. Red flag. Red flag. The great thing about Cosmo, though, is that along with relationship advice, they also have lots of articles about what to do when your man is cheating. Oh, so great. okay. <laughs> I can only so assume it's bury him in your backyard. Here here's <laughs> here we go. Here's the stellar advice on how to deal with, with this guy who's sharing his 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 day. Resist the urge to break up with him until the day of his big meeting. <gasps> then give him a Sharpie mustache. Oh shit! Oh yeah. shit! Yep. Shit! Wow. That's the tamest one I, I have, love it. actually. That's oh, for all. <laughs> Amazing. I yeah. Love your fucking leather jeans, babe. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, number six. If he swallows while he's talking, he's lying. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, when a secret's big enough that he's worried he might lose something, important if it's revealed, research shows, actual research, research, science. I'm sorry, source needed. His muscles will start to constrict, causing his throat to dry up. So, wow. Wow, according to Cosmo's research. So they said to deal with this guy, you should give him X-lax brownies. Oh, shit. They poison. I think that's against the law. I'm pretty sure you could get arrested. Have you seen, I had somebody send it to me recently. Somebody sent me, their man cheated on them, so they took a video going from room to room, glitter bombing all his shit. That's that's where it's at. They just poured glitter all over everything, like all of his Nikes, all of his bed sheets. There's where it's at. Glitter, 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 glitter. This this gets progressively more criminal the more we come out. So like, Oh, this God. is this is what young teenage girls uh, the advice that we were given. So here we go. Number five: If he wants more sex from you, he's cheating. Oh, <laughs> he's cheating. He's but a cheater. But if he doesn't want to have sex with you, he's also cheating. Also cheating. He's also cheating. Correct. Yeah. Um, so by the way, this what this 
what this book presupposes is, is that everyone is cheating. Everyone, everyone. If he's swallowing, they're cheating. Swallowing, cheating. Breathing. Yep. He's cheating. Yep. The name of my book. He's he's just trying to have sex with you because he doesn't want to talk to you, so he's looking to distract you. Is their reasoning? Wow. So you should challenge him to a naked wrestling match. And whip out your signature move, the ten-fingered ball crusher. I really did not see that coming. <laughs> assault. You should commit assault. That's that's like five to seven. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I have one million questions. <laughs> this is real. This is you- in like 1990. Yes, yes. And 2000 aughts. Yes. You know what? I bet we could find the author of this article if we I tried. To- I bet yeah. they have a Twitter. We should yeah. reach out. <laughs> Literally. Excuse me, ma'am. I was arrested by your advice. <laughs> All right. Number four. If he starts grooming himself, he's cheating. What? Don't this- brush your hair, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't, don't even. You looking mighty God. clean today, motherfucker. What oh, are sorry. you doing? I'm sorry. Did you shower? How dare you? How dare you? Motherfucking cheater. So your revenge must be to dust the insides of his freshly washed boxers with chili powder. I mean, like just. Ran, I ran to CVS and found myself some. Wow, how do you get this stuff? I no, no. This is from Cosmo like articles. Powder? Yes, yes. This Where is do you find itching powder. You don't have chili powder in your oh, house. Chili powder. Yes. Itching, it's itching powder. 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 No, I think it's an itching powder. No, I think this is going to do more than itch. That's for sure. I don't think sure. itching powder is a thing that exists outside of like acne. No, yeah. Like, <laughs> Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's just the, the big dumbbell and itching, itching powder. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Okay, guys. Now, we're getting close. If he's happy, if he's, he's happy. cheating on you. <laughs> if, if that he, bitch better that be miserable. That fucking smiling guy no. out there, what do you got to smile about? <laughs> I've been giving you X-Lax brownies. <laughs> I put chili powder in your boxers. I almost killed you, motherfucker. Why are you smiling? I gave you the ten finger. <laughs> ten finger ball crusher. <laughs> so now, so now what you should do if he's too happy, you should invite your friends to a backyard bonfire using his closed and prized sports equipment as kindling. Whoa. Burn his shit, Whoa. they said. Yeah, you're gonna go full waiting to exhale. No, full waiting to exhale. She on was him. like, "Left eye, what?" <laughs> <laughs> she didn't burn the house down. Burn this house down. All right, and number one, if his friends don't talk to you, he's cheating. Cheating. He's cheating. Yeah, he's obviously yeah. cheating. No, the ugly truth—they don't want to invest time and energy getting to know you because they figure you're not going to be around very long. God damn. So. They say their advice to deal with this one, his best friend, the guy he can't live without, show up at his apartment wearing only a trench coat. Stop it. God damn. I want to say, truly, I took this advice so serious. Yes. Oh, yeah. When I read Cosmo, I was like taking the quizzes. The quizzes. Yeah, 100%. They damaged the an entire team. generation. I would change answers on the quizzes until I got the, the ones I want. Mostly C's. Yeah. 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 
and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. tracks. <laughs> That's right. I am the cool girl. <laughs> yes. And I, spoiler alert, I was not. Uh, <laughs> we should right. have the FMK. All right, everybody. So okay. we do a Fuck, Mary Kill segment on our show. Mm-hmm. And we thought it would be fun to have some audience participation tonight for our Fuck, Mary Kill segment. Partici- so, participation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we oh, had right. you. It's Halloween season. We had you all write suggestions on slips of paper. This guy. This is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan. I'm so glad you came. <laughs> More like my mom. My mom laughs at everything. <laughs> oh, hi, mom. My mom's at home watching right now. Okay. Uh, so each of us is going to pick one of these slips of paper. It's going to be a completely blind. random blind. Oh, Lord. <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. Okay. Chaos. I'm ready. Okay. So I'll go first. Okay. Let's get information. All right. William Shakespeare. Oh, Willie Shakes. Yeah. Willie Shakes. Jim Halpert. Jim Halpert. Oh, I actually have controversial opinions about Jim. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. We have strong opinions. I don't know. Who is Joe Burrow? Oh, hell yeah. Is this a sports guy? Yeah, he's a... He's a one of these. He's a, a quarterback. Hey. He's a quarterback? Oh, he's the, the hot one. Hot he's quarterback. a hot, hot quarterback. I'm sorry. Oh, I think <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony. I'm sorry. I think I know what I'm going to do. I think I know what I'm going to do. Wait, wait. Okay, so just to recap, we oh, have Jim so Halpert random. from The Office. Which one is he? <laughs> he's, uh, he's floppy hair. He's um, he's the main guy that hooks yeah. up with Pam that ends up with the main girl. Uh, Krasinski. John, oh, thank you. Okay. 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 Uh, William, Billy Shakes. Billy Shakes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Billy Shakes. And Joe Burrows. Yes. Okay. I know uh-huh. I know what I'm gonna do. Okay. Oh, you go. Okay, go, go for it. Okay. You're very decisive. Right. Okay. Oh girl. I am going to fuck Billy Shakes. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm said, gonna tell you that he I is, wasn't expecting that. Listen, Shakespeare <laughs> plays in the time. In the time of the of the fake the fake bush because everybody had the diseases. Oh, That's right. When you're gonna... Yes, yes, I'm going to do it. I think he's Wait, clever. What were those called? They were called like a Merkin? Merkin. Merkin. Yeah, oh, those Merkin. are still around. <laughs> it's show business. No one's heard of Merkins? I'm not... Am I spilling showbiz secrets? No, you're definitely... <laughs> okay. but, but they're not like... Real life people don't wear Merkins. Oh. Right? Don't they? Do they? No, I don't. Are you asking me? <laughs> I don't have one on right now. Maybe. His pants are really tight, okay? Um, I okay. thought I saw something. Those don't have pockets, do they? Yeah. So I'm going to fuck Billy Shakes. He's very clever. Okay. Good sense of humor. You like a you like a thin, strong body, which I right. feel like... <laughs> yeah. Wiry, like 14th have... century, yes. frail man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I will dominate. Do you see? I'm an Amazon to that motherfucker. I'll sit yeah. on his face and dominate. He dies. <laughs> it was so weird. It was right before Romeo and Juliet and he just he died. Yeah, he died. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Found man- manuscripts. And then I'm actually, I'm going to marry Joe Burrow. Yeah, you are. Okay. I am. All right. Am. All right. All right. I know which one he is now because somebody said what team he plays for. He Bengals. is hot. Football guys hot? are gone half the year, which is great. Um, oh. It's kind of, kind of, kind of perfect. So yeah, that's you what I'm going to do. I mean, Giselle might kill. disagree. Jim from the office. Oh yeah, hate him. I know you do. I know you do. I said it. <laughs> I, 
I am going to marry Joe, obviously. I mean, you're going to marry Joe? Duh. Okay. Yeah, I have a thing for uh, Bengals fans. Uh, that is where I, how I married my husband. I mean, it makes sense. Um, yeah, so I'm going to definitely marry Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. I am going to fuck Jim Halpert. Um, because, you know, like, I don't have to. He lives in his parents' house. He looks so boring in bed. (laughs) But that's okay. I'm a two-pump chump. Oh, that's true. I'm easy like Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. So I... It's fine. Okay. All right. I'll buy it. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, This is actually really hard. (laughs) This is really hard for me because I don't want to marry Jim. I feel like... He, uh, him he's and, nice guy TM. He's nice oh, guy he TM. Is. Like the oh. vibes are off. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to marry Jim. I also don't want to fuck Jim because I agree. It' boring. Yeah. But but Bill shakes. But Billy shakes. I don't know. I've never. I mean, I from bet that they were doing period, stuff back in that. What were day? they doing? Well, what were I'm they curious. doing? I'm I bet they were doing curious. crazy <laughs> stuff. Uh, I agree. I agree. I agree. So okay, you know what? Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. You know, I'm gonna marry Billy Shakes. Okay, oh, cool. do right. it. Oh. Yes, hot She's take. Like, my favorite porn is MMS. <laughs> I'm gonna marry Bill Shakespeare. I feel like he's artistic. You know, I feel like probably he's gonna try and tell me poetry on the first I date, which is that. not what I want. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But. I feel like I can get down with it. He's got a lot of like emo vibes. Yeah. Got kind of sad boy vibes. I'm out. I'm into it. I'm into it. Hate it. Uh, I'm going to fuck Joe Burrow. I can't, I don't care enough. That's your husband. That was my husband. (laughs) That's your husband. That was your Who did? Who was your husband? I I feel like Joe. I can't be married to a football player because I simply don't care enough. Um, right. I just don't care enough about sports. First of all, secondly, the upkeep to be an NFL wife. It's not in the cards. I can't hey, do you it. Got, you got the money, you, man. You got the money. People look. I'm gonna hot. do like Giselle. I'll become a witch. Yeah. <laughs> I love that bitch. Bruja vibes. I've never yeah. loved her before, but I love her spells, now. spells, my man will win, Ooh. like, every Super Bowl. <laughs> I love you, honey. Mm. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, Jim, I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. It's yeah. just... Sorry. A little boring. I didn't yeah. know him very well, and I love it a little strange. He's cute. He's real cute. Yeah. But... I'm good. I'm good over here. All right. You know I mean? okay. okay. Great random suggestions. Good job, guys. Well done. Excellent. Well, should we hop into bad date stories? Let's we do got it. some Let's good ones. Let's do it. Okay. That's what we play for. I have my handy dandy folder. I came very prepared. Oh my gosh. Showing me up. Wait, I like, printed I love it out. this for us. Is that you two printed stuff? I'm like, oh, we're not doing <laughs> things like we do at our show, which yeah. is me just bringing <laughs> my fucking phone out. Like, yeah, I'm not like that. All right. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> All right. So uh, this story I actually got on the Single Society blog, who we have uh, shouted out before in this show. We're actually on their website as well. They're kind of like a, a sister blog um, to our podcast. So here we go. This is Halloween-themed. Ooh, spooky. Ooh, spooky Halloween. Throughout the duration of quarantine, I had been chatting with Bryce, a 42-year-old marketer. Why are you laughing? Nothing's happened yet. I'm with Cassie. 
I'm so glad that was before I took a drink. <laughs> Bryce. I haven't seen this guy named Bryce. <laughs> okay, well, Bryce is a 42-year-old marketing executive. Of course he is. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> then I met off Bumble. <laughs> I decided to leave the city when it became obvious that COVID wasn't going anywhere for quite some time, but Bryce and I continued to converse via text somewhat sporadically. I returned to my apartment in early October, and Bryce suggested we finally meet in the flesh. No. After discussing our mutual obsession for Halloween, we decided to have dinner and attend the opening night of Blood Manor, a haunted house in New York City. Uh, Amen. We dined dined al fresco at a charming spot in Little Italy, complete with some fried calamari, vodka pasta, and a bottle of red, then headed a few blocks south to the Spookfest. There was quite a line when we arrived at the haunted house, and because of COVID safety measures, we were going to be waiting for a while. Bryce and I were both thirsty, so he said he would try and find an open deli or bodega to get us some refreshments. I waited in line for Bryce to return. And I waited. Oh, no. It was a ghost. There hasn't been a Bryce around here in 25 years. (laughs) And I waited. And I waited some more. I was getting quite close to the front of the line and shot Bryce a text inquiring as to his whereabouts. I will be back shortly. Everything closes so early now, so I had to go to the 7-Eleven. When I was at the front of the line, Bryce was still on his quest for water, so I stood aside to allow people to go ahead of me. Another 20 minutes went by. I checked the location of the 7-Eleven closest to me, and it was only three blocks away. (laughs) Am I being ditched? I shot Bryce another text letting him know that I was at the front of the line hoping for an explanation. I'm so sorry. My stomach took a turn for the worse and I'm trying to find a bathroom. That's like calamari. (laughs) This is is really embarrassing. Can you ask if they have one there? The haunted house had no bathroom and because it was after 11 p.m., restaurants were no longer open. I waited for a while Oops, longer. I crap my pants. <laughs> and asked Bryce if he wanted to, me to call an Uber to get him home. I don't think I'm going to make it home. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why do you call it? I, I went back to the 7-Eleven to ask if there was a bathroom I can use. But now there's like 30 people here. I'm literally about to shit my pants. Oh, no. <laughs> Around 45 minutes after... He left the line. Alas, Bryce returned. He blushed in humiliation when he revealed that he had to sneak into the office of the 7-Eleven and was able to use the bathroom. Snuck into the office? Snuck into the office. Why does it feel like there's not a bathroom in the office? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good point. I did not think about that at all. We finally entered the haunted house and I flirtatiously held on to Bryce's forearm as masked zombies, clowns, and other various creatures of terror pounced from every direction. He's all clammy. He just <laughs> shit himself. Sweating. So sweaty. So sweaty. <laughs> Suddenly, Bryce broke from my grasp and was full on sprinting through the house, essentially pummeling every goblin that stood in the way of his stout 6'4 frame. <laughs> He's Joe Burrows. <laughs> Apparently, the scariest thing about this evening was Bryce's gastrointestinal system. (laughs) Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Bryce shit his pants right in the middle of the haunted house. Oh, poor angel. Bryce. When I finally emerged back onto the street of NYC, Bryce was nowhere to be found, but I got a text telling me that he went back to the 7-Eleven because his stomach, yet again, had failed him. Oh. 
thinking he might want some privacy. I told him I was going to head home, but not before assuming, uh, assuring him that we've all been there. Other than the unexpected bout of diarrhea, a very, I very much enjoyed my evening with Bryce. They're married. <laughs> they're married. The bar's on the they're floor. Married. I don't know if they're married now, but they do plan on going out again next week. Oh, <laughs> yay! Yay! yay. <laughs> Hopefully wow. no one shits their pants mm-hmm. on that date. <laughs> Oops, I crapped my pants. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> When I was working sales at a fairly large computer manufacturer, I had to work with an intricate order with a guy in the manufacturing side. Once it was done, he invited me out to dinner to celebrate. Mm. Love your glasses. Thank you. <laughs> wait, 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 sorry. These old things, thanks. <laughs> had never met in person before, but we had developed a good rapport over previous weeks over the phone and email. So I said, sure. We ended up meeting at chain restaurant later, and I knew as soon as I saw him that I was in for an awkward time. Mm. Honestly, he looked the way I expected. <laughs> what does <Yikes>. that mean? <laughs> what, where, what were you expecting? <laughs> no. I could have overlooked the sloppy facial hair and bad haircut because he had a nice smile. Oh, he was nice. dressed head to toe in Scooby-Doo gear. Oh, what? No, 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 What in the mystery machine is happening right now? This was a grown-ass man wearing matching Scooby clothes. Not included. What? Scoop? Like, can you match Scooby? Do they make those for adults? I don't even know where you would get those. Scooby-Doo. Where are you? (laughs) We greeted each other and everything seemed okay. But the minute we sat at our table, he started talking about Scooby-Doo. No. Asked me what my favorite episode was. How would I know? (laughs) My favorite character and with whom I identify the most. Have I ever thought about dressing like one of them? Oh, no. He has a Scooby fetish. You're going to end up in a Velma costume in bed with this man. Yeah. A hundred. A hundred. I understand unique niche interests, and I understand obsessions, but this was over the top. He did not talk about anything else. Even when I changed the subject, he would always turn the conversation back to Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I want to see his place. Oh. I bet it's like a fucking nightmare. (laughs) Christina, he lives in a van. Please. A van! That man does not have an apartment. Stop it. 100. Uh, 100. For the win. <sighs> he did not talk about anything else. Even when I changed the subject, he always turned the conversation back to Scooby-Doo. I remember looking over the table where another couple sat, holding hands, laughing with each other, and thinking, that must be nice. Uh, <laughs> you're just like, oh. Look at them. <laughs> As he began telling me about his Scooby-Doo collections I, and collectibles yep, and their values. Oh, Lord. We got our food, and I immediately asked for a box, telling him I really needed to get home. He went quiet, and I could tell that he knew that this was that. We split the bill, and as I walked out to my vehicle, he said, we're not going out again, are we? No. <laughs> but you got to get on like some sort of like fetish website. Yeah, my fetish, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. You find the 
Yeah, there's a there's you. somebody for everybody. There's you know, well, it's just it's there it's, is it's very specific though. It's odd because he's clearly self aware enough to know that like she wasn't feeling the date, which we've told many dates where they're not self aware at all. They're like completely clueless. So he's self aware enough to know that. But he's not self-aware enough to know that, like, hey, maybe this is you're coming in real fucking hot, like yeah. real, yeah. Just breaks are off in. on this, yeah. You know, no, yeah, totally. I told him no. We aren't. He wished me well before walking away. I honestly felt bad for him. Like he knew that this just was not. Uh, oh, he was like, this just couldn't help it. Nice guy, but I just wasn't interested. He eventually did find his Velma. Oh, oh. These are happy endings. I'm feeling good about it. Oh, hey. Mine does not have a happy ending. Oh, well, shit. Okay. Before I begin, I must tell you that the following story is true. (laughs) It was so bad that some of my friends refused to believe it. But my date that night could confirm it. The date was several years back before I was married. This woman was two years older than me. She's a huge football fan, as I was, so I took her to an NFL game, followed up by a very nice dinner. The city was about an hour from where we lived, so we had a little bit of a drive back late that night. For some reason, the food I ate that night did not sit well with my stomach. Oh, no. Is yeah. he on the seat, too? Yeah. Yeah, it's the guy <laughs> it's from Bryce. It's, it's Bryce. It's Bryce. It's Bryce. Okay. So Bryce says he's about halfway home. He got hit with the worst case of explosive diarrhea in my life. I instantly was in pain and had to get to a bathroom. The problem was we were on an interstate and I knew there weren't gas stations for miles. Luckily, I came to an exit soon. However, the only station on that exit was closed. At this point, I'm letting my date know I'm not feeling well and I have to pull over and throw up. Yeah. Yeah. That's the preferable always. thing to say. Yes, yes, it is. It's always I, definitely. It's coming like, up I gotta this way. Don't yeah. worry. Not that yeah. way. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do it on the side of the interstate, so I started driving back towards home, hoping, hoping to find a place I could pull over and hide in the woods. <laughs> yes, of course, in the yeah. woods, Christina. <laughs> you have to go into the Lions woods. Lions and Behind shit all my. A thick bush. Yeah. When we finally pass over a bridge that ran over a river, I pulled the car over on the other side. I told her I'd be right back and ran onto the bridge far enough back she couldn't see me. Uh I had no choice. Yes, I understand. I stuck my ass off the side of the bridge and let it go. (laughs) Pay attention. This is where it gets interesting. This is where. This. Right now. Okay. Okay, I'm in. About... 10 seconds into my relief, oh, no. I hear shouts of profanity <laughs> coming from somewhere. <laughs> I want this to be a bridge troll so bad, but I know it's not. Spooky Halloween. Hey, troll the shit on. Uh, I love it. <laughs> at this point, I can't stop what I'm doing, so I look around if someone can see me. It, was, uh, it wasn't for about 20 seconds into my shit that I discovered the source. The moon gave me enough lighting oh, no. to see Never. that below the bridge no. was a couple <laughs> in a small boat no. having sex. No! 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 no. no. <laughs> okay. But also, 
that's on them for having sex in a boat. All right. I feel exactly. like, oh my God. <laughs> don't do it. The boat was positioned so perfectly under me. No! I basically They're shit like, all over this guy's <laughs> back while he was on top of his lady friend. They were like, he's like, I got a perfect spot under this bridge. No, under the bridge. Under this bridge. <laughs> I basically shit all over this guy's back. And then when he moved, my shit hit her head on. No. No. <laughs> this date is not over yet. Oh, my God. When I noticed what had happened, I quickly, without thinking, pulled my pants up and ran to the car. I jumped inside only to hear and feel squish. You can imagine what I just shat in. No. At this point, there's no hiding it. She knows what's going on. And due to the smell, we drive the rest of the way with windows down and the air on full bus until about 10 miles away from her place when I get a flat tire. No! (laughs) Come on! I pull over onto gravel out of the street. I get the spare out of the back and place it below me as I take off the flat. As I'm taking off the flat, I don't realize that the dump I had been sitting in was making its way down my leg onto the spare tire below me. And so when I reached down to pick up the spare, I felt the shit all over my hand. No! No! He's like a shit monster. I don't believe him. There's no way. I finish tightening the spare and tell my date, hey, stand behind this car. I tell her I'm going to pull up, make sure the tire's on tight, and I was making an excuse up so I can go clean my hands. After I cleaned my hands off with napkins in the glove department, I attempted to pull up. (laughs) Napkins? No. Where are you putting that? You got like, like those enough. Starbucks Stop. napkins that just Shitty enough. McDonald's no. napkins. No. It's not enough. <laughs> At this point, or unfortunately, the accelerator of my old Plymouth Breeze tended to stick, so I hit it extra hard. At this point, the tire spun in the gravel, kicking up rock, and you guessed shit it, rock. all the shit that was shit on the rock. spare. And guess who was standing behind the car? <laughs> There's nothing left to do. No recovery from this. I went back there, cleaned her off, and took her home. There was no second date. I bet there wasn't. No. No. The shit saga. Oh, my God. You know, we've told a lot of shit stories on this podcast. This is epic. That one is... That's this is like Homer's tier. Odyssey of shit Ooh, stories, yeah, honestly. Yeah. It's reminiscent of the one you told about the guy who had the nosebleed that wouldn't stop, and it was mm-hmm. just like bleeding all over all over the car, all over the date, all, all over, over Walmart. the bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm calling you out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. It is time for the Tainted Love segment of this show. And usually, during the Tainted Love segment, we um, tell a true crime story. But during live shows, uh, true crime stories, I don't know if you know this, uh, tend to be a bit of a bummer. (laughs) And we don't always love uh, doing that for live shows. So I was able to find a really fun, romantic story to tell you guys for our tainted love tonight. The way her face looks, the facetiousness upon her face. You should be settle in. So, uh, it's Halloween. Yes. 
And I figure it's time to bring up one of my favorite subjects that I always try to um, force into the podcast at any opportunity possible. Aliens. Yes! Aliens. I yeah. hate aliens. Sorry, I'm so sorry to you, but... Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <It's> so <laughs> yeah, it's Halloween. Okay. So, thank you so much. So, we have talked about our first times on the show before. Yes. Yes. And I think that we can all agree that of the three of us, Christina has the most interesting first time story. I mean, like you lost it on like a park bench. Yes. um, Which uh, Cassie and I, nothing nearly as exciting. No. No Right by the beautiful Olentangy River in Ohio. (laughs) Columbus, Ohio. Very romantic. But regardless of how you lost it, I think that for a lot of people, it can be an uncomfortable experience. Right. None of us have anything on David Huggins. So I was watching the documentary Love and Saucers in preparation. Where is this documentary? Uh, I'm happy to tell you. uh, You can visit loveandsaucers.com. And you can also watch it right now for free on voodoo.com with ads. Yes. It's also on YouTube and in other places. So feel free. It's, it's seriously, it's a, a little over an hour long. It's not very long. So, you know, if this story interests you, please uh, go check that out. <laughs> so, uh, in preparation for the story, I did watch that. And David opens oh, the yeah. film. He's in his 70s at this point by saying, very matter of factly, well, when I was 17 years old, I lost my virginity to a female extraterrestrial. That's all wow. I can say about that. Wow. Okay, so we've had stories by, uh, about people that have married and had sex with ghosts. This uh-huh. is our first time yeah. having sex with aliens. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, so great, he, great, great. he did Just lose his virginity. It. So the female alien that David is referring to was apparently named Crescent. And oh David would oh, Crescent. Crescent. Yeah. Oh yes. You know Crescent. Of course. Of course. Oh my god. Yeah. Hell and yeah. David would go on to insist that the two maintained a sexual relationship for years. No, they didn't. Afterwards. Good, good they for him. You know? So as far as sources go, I did first learn about this on the podcast Ridiculous Romance, which is a great podcast. Uh, then also that documentary. There's also a Vice article. I'm sure eventually we'll put all these sources up on there our website. There is a Vice Yes, article. oh yes, oh yes. Yes, indeed. There, he's been interviewed. Mm-hmm. So David was born in 1943, and he grew up in... Uh, Georgia on a rural farm in Georgia. His childhood was kind of shitty. I mean, his parents were pretty abusive. They drank a lot. They were abusive in the way that, like, a lot of parents in the South in 1943 were abusive. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. in that, like, you did something they didn't like, and they were like, go get a switch or something, right? Yeah. So, not a super fun time for him, and he was pretty, like, isolated. And um, in the Vice article, David described that he would often see and hear things that his family members couldn't see and hear. And in 1952, at the age of eight, he was out playing in the woods, just by himself, as you do, like uh, on his family's property at eight years old. Yes, it was 1952. Uh. Uh, When he heard a voice that said, I don't, David, behind you. So he's startled by this, obviously. Yeah. And he whirls around to see a tiny, hairy creature with bright, glowing yellow eyes. It's that a he wolf. says. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate he, this. He said resembled a um, tiny Sasquatch. Oh, tiny now, Sasquatch. A little, little guy. 
Okay. And David freaks the fuck out because obviously, yeah. right? And he's like, no, thank you. So he goes and he runs and he goes into a barn close by. And then he says he like peeks around the barn and he sees the Sasquatch kind of like waddle out of the woods and like look at him. And then he says that the Sasquatch kind of just goes, ah, just does a little shrug. And it's just like, well, I'm not going to chase you. So he just like leaves. <laughs> Sasquatch okay. leaves. Okay. Very funny visual for already. me. So over the next several years, David would continue to have encounters with beings surrounding his parents' property. There was the tiny Sasquatch. If you don't like him, you're really not going to oh, like this. I don't know. I'm oh, no. so nervous. <laughs> so he has a whole like there's a crew. menagerie. Yes. Of, oh, oh, a crew. Yes. There, there is a there is an, Christopher fucking Robin. No, no. <laughs> there's a full A team of aliens. Okay. okay. So tiny Sasquatch. Tiny Sasquatch is one. Is one. You have giant insect-like creature no. who looks like a giant praying mantis. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Then no, you no, have no. like the really tall guy, uh, thin guy nope. with a knob Slender on the back. Slender man? Like a Slender man with the knob on the back of his head. No, Kind of looks like a bun. Uh, and then you have like a bunch of really small grays. Like nope. regular gray aliens. Nope. So they've got the big eyes, the little chins, big foreheads. Nope. Kind of. How this crew get together? I don't like, know. <laughs> I really don't know. I, it feels like a Star Trek like confederation. <laughs> like exactly. what is this? Was right? this filmed? <laughs> like was this oh. filmed in a studio audience or I like? Mean, I don't. Hold. Okay. Uh, so the first time he ran into all these aliens as a group, which imagine, <laughs> like you're like, wow. Nine one fucking one. Uh-huh. Exactly. This is what happens. Yes. So he heard three beeps and then he lost time and he woke up in some woods a few hours later. And a year after that, they came into his house and then they lured him outside and he floated up into their spaceship where they took him to a brightly lit room. How old is he now? I don't know. Like, he's probably... He's past eight. Past eight. Thank God. Past eight before 17. You know, when I was... Something in that time period. That's too young. When I was little... I had an imaginary friend named Eagle. Okay. And Eagle was responsible for fucking all the shit up. Yeah. So obviously, and you could have been you past that, you know? Because yeah. kind of seems like Eagle well, stuck around in this game. David never grew past that. I'll okay. tell you that right now. All right. He's Eagle. So Eagle. God. As soon as um, he was lured up into the spaceship. He was approached by a tall, elegant-looking alien woman in a blue robe. She had the face of a gray alien with long black hair. It was like Betty Page style. It was like little bangs. Ooh, cute. Black hair. Hot. Hot. Very hot. Very hot. It's it's curious how he made this alien super hot. uh By the way, I assume is going to be taking Yeah, he's not fucking tiny Sasquatch. He's like, no, no. He's a fucking Betty Page alien. Let me tell you about the alien that took my virginity. She's super hot. hot. And not only is she super hot, she also has the body of a human woman. She takes the face of an alien, body of a human woman. A human woman from neck down. Mm. Oh, so, okay. okay. So um, she takes David's face in her hands. She tilts his head back, and then she inserts a metal rod into his nose, kind of like a COVID oh, test. Oh, a COVID situation. test. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've all been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it hurts. He yeah. equates it to like tagging whales. He's like, they put something in me, like a chip, so that they could always monitor where I came from. Seems like that's easily mm-hmm. proven. Well, I feel like you know? we can find this out with like a simple MRI, maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm. 
So they do that, and then he tells her, he's like, owie, that hurt, ouch. Um, and that's so, how he said it. Yes. She's like, owie. I know what'll make it feel better. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not yet, but we're getting oh, okay. it. <laughs> no, but she does look into his eyes, and she makes all the pain go away. Oh, yes. So the pain mm. just vanishes mm-hmm. after that. So several years go by, and he's having brief, random encounters with this ragtag group of aliens. Um <laughs> And he only the Guardians of, of the Galaxy. <laughs> he only kind of sort of remembers these. Of he doesn't totally remember. He's like, oh, I don't know if they're dreams. I don't know like what's happening. I they're don't know dreams. if it's really 100. happening. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So at one point, the like tall, like knobby head alien. We'll call him Nobby. 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 Okay. Um, Nobby is sitting at the end of his bed, just watching him sleep. He like Ooh, wakes up and is like, like Nobby's watching him sleep. So he goes and he tells his dad, and he's like, Dad, there's a Nobby fucking guy watching me sleep and dad is like get a switch exactly a hundred percent was just like absolutely fucking not so the aliens don't have children the aliens were like (laughs) the aliens were like maybe stop telling your dad that you're seeing aliens because he's just not gonna believe you so uh, the next encounter and hold on, because I have visual aids for the two of you. Hold on. Oh, no. no. I do. I, yeah, oh, we'll show them to like... you guys after the show. Yeah, Anybody we'll have them out there it. for you if you guys want to see them. So hold on. Oh, my on. God. Mm. Oh, I'm so, so the nervous. next encounter is the one that we've all been waiting for. At the age of 17, David recalls going on a walk through a wooded path near his home. After walking a bit, he comes across the tall woman alien wearing her blue gown. Obviously. <laughs> and she was sitting in the clearing wearing her dress. She stood up. She walks over to him. Oh. Is that how she oh, walks? Sexy. Yeah, I'm guessing. It was real sexy. It was really... Yes. Yes. You did that so much yes. better. Yeah. I feel like I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> you did that so much better. And he says that like just the act of her walking over to him made yeah. him very sexually aroused. Okay. He said that he couldn't He's get his 17. pants... Oh, stiff breeze got him sexually Honestly. aroused. I mean... He's like, oh shit. (laughs) So he couldn't, he's like, I couldn't get my pants off fast enough, right? So Crescent leads David to the ground where they remove the rest of his clothing. And then she straddles him and and rides him up and down until he climaxes. And he says that it was incredibly painful. It was so painful that he passes out. Oh my God. Yes. And if you're having trouble visualizing this, I want to tell you that David grew up to be an artist. Oh, drawings, paintings, oh. paintings. He has hundreds of paintings of his encounters with the aliens. And he did do a painting entitled My First Time. Oh. And if you would like to pass that. Ooh, now I see Cassie's actually God. Cassie's in school for art history God. now, so I kind of rely on your expert opinion here. <laughs> I swear to God. I s- and you I can find his paintings. Um, if you would like what? to purchase any of his paintings. Oh, no. They are for sale on loveandsaucers.com. Oh. So there are prints available wow. for you guys. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. He painted everything. I have more paintings for you. That, wow. That is terrifying. <laughs> that is I just. You can have this and hang this in a prominent place. Yeah, I, I believe in this your one. house above the mantle. I believe this one goes for $70 on loveandsaucers.com. 70 That's oh, a I'll take deal. What? So David awoke in the clearing after his first time 
<laughs> no, he 15 did. minutes what? later. Oh, fits. Alone wow. with his pants down around his minutes? angles. One five? One five. That tracks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's 17. No, no, I mean, I don't know how much. I mean, no, he no, says that. 15 minutes later, but how could he know? He was passed out. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because it's Cause not This true. is where we're going to start to dig into the inconsistencies of the story. <laughs> now? Here? Now? <laughs> now? <laughs> so when recounting the tale of his lost virginity years later, he would say, I figured if anything, I'd be losing it in the backseat of a Ford, but it didn't work out that way at all. <laughs> no. I... That sure did it. That was for me. It was a Chevy, though. Chevy. Mm. So That's things go on part. this way for several more years before David, at the age of 19, decides that he wants to be an artiste. Mm-hmm. He wants to leave Georgia and go to New York City and go to art school. So that's what he does. His parents, they don't approve, so he leaves when they're not home. He's like, I'm going to take off. I'm going to leave you a, a note and go to New York City. So he does this. And keep in mind, at this point, his memories are still a little fuzzy. He's like, I'm not sure what's real, like what's oh, not real. Do they not follow him from Georgia? Oh, they do. Oh, okay. Don't worry they about it. Do. This isn't the seven acre wood or whatever. Like, <laughs> they can go wherever they want. Yeah, they can go wherever they want. They've got yeah. UFOs. Yeah. Not to worry. He's painted some UFOs above Manhattan. So just know that they're and there. That's wow. how they um, got there. So the woman would appear to him right before bed and would whisper things to him. And for months, she would appear to him in the morning and she would tell him, We'll be back tonight. Please stop whispering. That is so Why creepy. are you whispering? <laughs> Why are you whispering? There's no need. So during all of this, he's, he's losing time. He's experiencing blackouts. He's waking up in like really weird places. And this is doing a number on his mental health. He's yeah. like, this, is, this story doing is doing a number doing, on your mental health. I guess <laughs> it really is. is doing he's like, maybe I should stop mm-hmm. smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I mean, it really is. It's like the 70s in New York City. So yeah, he's, exactly. He's probably just on acid. <laughs> What's exactly. happening? Yeah. So one day he he hears the woman say, this we'll be back Quaaludes tonight. This is Quaaludes time, right? Huh? This is during Quaaludes, right? I mean, sure. Yeah. He, <laughs> surely, yeah. So he, t- he hears the woman say, we'll be back tonight. So he gets up, he goes to school, and on his way home from school, he's like, you know what? I'm going to buy some bodega flowers, and I'm going to leave them in my apartment. Look at this guy. And, uh-huh. Right? This He's guy. doing the most. And so he leaves them in the apartment and he says out loud to his empty apartment. Probably. Yeah, he's being way too nice. Oh. Definitely cheating on her. Oh, no. Definitely. Well, you know what yeah. Cosmo would tell him to do? Yeah. <laughs> brownies. Xbox brownies. brownies. So he leaves them and he says, These are for you. Thinking that if the flowers were gone in the morning, it would reinforce his idea that there's a being here, right? So he does that the next morning, of course. The flowers are gone. Oh, my God. Wow. So right. he's like, you know what, guys? I have a girlfriend. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I have a girlfriend. So the night after that, I Crescent... Um, <laughs> so David... The night after that, David cleans the entire apartment. Oh, he's that's like, good. Yeah, that's right. what you should do when you're cheating. Cheating. He's cheating. He's cheating. He's cheating. Yeah. No, that's right. <laughs> Clearly, he's cheating. You're he too clean, motherfucker. The whole apartment, because he's like, we're going to have a first date. We're going to have a real first date in this apartment. So and he, it's not going to be in a field where... Right. It's for real, for real, in my apartment in New York City. So Crescent shows up, and he says that the two of them, they get close, and they rub their heads together, which David highly suggests... In the documentary Love and Saucers, he's like, if you have a girlfriend, just rub your heads together. Just Aaron, try it. I, I, I don't want to try that. <laughs> Wherever you are in the audience. Yeah. No I head rubbing. And that night, they have sex in his apartment. Um, he describes the sex as he is kind of like paralyzed. Like he can't really move. Uh, there's not a lot. He, 
Just, you can't really move I feel like that is a guy's dream, though, right? Because I think she's always on top. Like, she's on top every time. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was great. But something that might and look, they are doing it all the time. They are fucking Obviously. constantly. Wow, like, just so Obviously. much. But look, that might sound good just to you. Like that might that sound good to you. Time. But I will say it's very creepy because the praying mantis guy is there every time. Why? Oh, he likes to Sir. watch. He's he watching. To watch. I wonder time. if they're together and he's like, <gasps> he's the cuck. Yes. Alien cuck story. Mm-hmm. No, I and see what, I see what's going on. And here. in the painting, I've also watched this porn. <laughs> I am so sorry. For any I am parents. sure if you search on Pornhub right now, yes. Alien Cuck, yes. you would find this Praying story. Mantis Cuck. Yep. I will tell you. I mean, he's in the corner in every painting. He's lurking in the doorway. It's very I wish uncomfy. Incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable. So, um, Crescent says, or David says that Crescent was lovely. She had a smoking hot bod. Yeah. Great. She had long black fingernails. Her face looked like a gray alien with large black eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, When asked if an alien woman's vagina feels the same as a human woman. He's like, I don't know. I've never had (laughs) sex. He's like, I don't know. (laughs) He says that there's not as much warmth. So there you go. Oh. Um, and to give which, you, which to one? give you, I'm I'm gonna share this with you. I I, I don't know if we should share this with our audience because, um, okay. But NSFW. Okay. Here you go. If you want to get an idea, that's David standing next yeah, to that clearly. Yes. Yeah, dude, she's got huge tits and she's holding them, and she's holding them. So there you go. Wow. Oh we my god. Share this. Just NSFW. And just not safe, not safe, not safe for work. Okay. <clears throat> so. There you go. Crescent. Actually weird how he got like a. Wow. You to hold still so long. Right. <laughs> Paint me like one of your alien girls. <laughs> so this is really, surprise, David's first real girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and he wants to share it with all of his college friends Obviously. because one, he is boning all the time, and he wants to share that. Fact. He's like, yeah, you guys are getting laid all. The and time. two, he's hanging out with fucking aliens all the time. Mm-hmm. So he's like, can I please tell people about this? So he like, goes and he talks to them, and they have a little conference. They're like, and then they're like, no, and he's like, pretty please, and they're like, they're like, okay, you can tell people when you're fifty years old. And he's like, great. So a little while after this, guys, it's about to get weirder. It's about to get Yes, I promise. Now it's getting weirder? Okay. So um, a little while after this, Crescent shows up at David's apartment, and she is stressed, honey. She is stressed. She is freaking out, and David is trying to calm her down and asks her what's going on. And she says, David, the baby is dying. David. The baby, what? Wait, what? The baby is dying. The baby is dying. And she's like, wait, 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 wait. What baby? What baby? <laughs> what baby? Yeah. And she's like, "Your baby." No, no. Our baby. I swear to God. Oh no, our I, baby. No, son. I did not sign up for mm-hmm. this. I mean, so, like, so book David, in a you tomorrow. told me you were on. <laughs> so David is like, like "Our baby is dying. It's not. I need to see this baby." But of course, Crescent is not authorized to bring David back up to the spaceship. Oh, of course. So she's yeah. like, I don't think Obviously. that I should take you mm-hmm. back up there. And he's like, please take me back up. And so she does take him back up there, much to the head knobby alien chagrin. Chagrin, right. right. Of course. 
So she takes She's him like, up there. I said, don't Wait. bring him into my house. <laughs> yeah, Mantis Wait, is pissed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fucking so mad. He's like, how fucking dare you? Like, well, look, we had an agreement. Right. This is not, not part, part of, of it. it. Boundaries. So she comes out. They're in this spaceship. She comes out with like a sick looking alien. And she's holding it like this. She's like, here is this alien. No. And he's like, that's not how you hold a baby, first of all. He's like, you got to cradle the baby. So she, he goes to touch the baby. And then he touches the baby. And there's like a electric, like static zap. No. And suddenly the baby's not sick anymore. Baby is doing amazing. So, oh, good. Yay. So what they're like, okay. Right so they're like, the, the mantis guy was like, you need to come with me, my dude. And takes him into a room. Oh. Wall-to-wall babies. Fucking Florida ceiling babies, babies. Thank right you so now. much for coming out tonight. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> what is happening? Yes. So, like, he takes them in there. It's like literally, like, they're like babies. And like, if you've ever seen the opening of Us and all the rabbits in the yeah. cages, it's yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But babies, Just... like alien babies. Okay. Yeah. Great. So he's like, these are all your babies. All, all of, of them are your babies. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm gonna no. need to see some DNA tests. Motherfucker, is he? Nick Cannon? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but maybe they have litters. I don't know how it works. Or like, litters? Litters. You don't know. How do you know? Like, you don't know how wow. alien gestation works? I don't know how any of this works, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> So anyway, David David becomes like father of the year, right? He's like, I am a human who can teach you how to take care of these hybrid babies because you clearly don't know how to. So he's like showing them how to care for like half human babies. At one point, and I've got another, I'm so sorry. I should not have printed this one for you. I'm really, I'm regretting it, but I'm going to show it to you anyway. I swear. He, he, they didn't know how to breastfeed the babies. So David was like, I will show the babies. Oh my God. How to breastfeed. No. And he painted it showing the babies. He had to demonstrate. Right. Okay. So here. I'm sorry. I warned you. Oh no. Oh my God. (laughs) Give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. I swear to God. No, no, no. No, this no. Is, this is on Pornhub. I've seen this I, one. <laughs> you don't want to know the search history no. to take to get to That's that. Private, bitch. Put it on private. That I'm gonna have fucking nightmares about this picture. This will haunt me for the rest of my life. And you too. I'm framing that shit. There are people on your here on, as a date night, and they had to see this, Keegan Winfield. Your mother is watching. I didn't show it to them. I showed it to you. Your mother is watching. Give me that. Okay. I'm sorry, Tammy. I'm sorry, Tammy, that you had to see that, that your daughter had to share that with us. This is incredible. So as the years go on, the aliens start visiting less and less, right? Like, they're coming less and less. Um, they're hardly visiting at all by the time the late 70s come around. Yeah, and so kids. at this point, Dave... <laughs> he's deadbeat dad. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. <laughs> he's, like, not around. Um, but 
by the late seventies, David is starting to like they're they're visiting so infrequently that he's like, I feel like this is like dreams. Like maybe I've made the whole thing up. Like maybe it's not real. Late seventies. So, I like literally had this moment just now in my brain that I have to share with you, which is the fact that I was adopted and I was born in the late seventies. You're like, an alien I hybrid. Accidentally <gasps> found out that this motherfucker was like my fucking dad. Oh my god! This is the kind of shit that you're gonna accidentally find out on like ancestry. Oh, DNA. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. I mean, could be. I'm sorry. Um. Oh. <laughs> so uh, around this time, he does meet a human woman named Janice. They get married. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> well, I have to. Yeah. No. You yeah. Do. You um, do. So you do. they they get married and they have a son named Michael. So he's living oh like god, the 1980s. He stopped dad doing dream. LSD. Sure. <laughs> Reagan era. He's like Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dare yeah. I dare to keep you kids off drugs? <laughs> yes, exactly. Got well, it. he stays off LSD until 1987. When oh, okay. um, that is when we all return to LSD. Right. <laughs> when he starts to feel like he's getting this feeling like he's being watched, like there's somebody in his apartment, and he's like, I don't it's know. That's the cocaine. It's the man to. It's the cocaine is what is. Oh, Someone's yeah. watching me. I just fucking know it. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, it's let's, the 80s. Let's open a restaurant. <laughs> Someone's watching me. <laughs> so it starts to consume his dreams as well as his waking hours. And around this time, a ufologist, which is a UFO no, expert. No, it's not. No. It is a thing. I Googled it. I Googled That's it. Fake. How do you get that? Do you get that from some sort of accredited institution? Yeah. You yes. gave it to you. Printed off your or own you certificate. Just say that you are. I'm sorry. I went to Harvard for ufology. <laughs> ufology. I have a PhD in. Not to brag, but Crescent and her weird <laughs> mantis <laughs> husband. So um, around this time, a U- uh, ufologist named Bud Hopkins put out a book called Intruders. Bud. Bud. That's not his real um, name. Which David says he was compelled to buy. He was just scouring bookstores looking for this book. In the book, there's a chapter called Other Women, Other Men, in which oh, people oh, discuss oh, their sexual oh. encounters with aliens. This is a fetish. This is just a thing. People this are is... just writing, making things up. So Hopkins... Like, Dear Hustler. <laughs> Dear Penthouse. Dear Penthouse. Penthouse Forum. So Hopkins believed that aliens were abducting humans for their genetic material so they could breed more aliens. I don't know what the fuck was going on with aliens that they couldn't breed themselves naturally. I don't know what happened, but they oh need God. humans for breeding, apparently. We saved a species. Apparently, we did. David did. We. David, we. Uh, like I, I did. Congratulations like you're taking credit to for us. that. Wow. Truly. Yeah. Wow. Um, and in this chapter, Other Women, Other Men, David says that his ex-girlfriend, Crescent, uh, was described to a T. But you saw that picture. Since all it's, alien women look the same, how could you know? It's vague it's clearly, at best. It's yeah. clearly correct. Right. How Obviously. could you know? But you know what? Let's not ask too many questions. It's fine. Right. <laughs> so at this point, he decides it's time to tell Janice, his wife, about his experiences. Can that put you imagine? No. So he Honey, tells her, put yourself. I need to tell you. Is put it, yourself. And hey, how'd you lose your virginity? Mine was on a park bench in Old Tangy River. An alien woman came down and fucked me in a Wait, field. Like, and while her mantis husband watched, <laughs> I like. Chris tells you that. Or I'm sorry, no. Eric tells you that. Yeah. What do you no. know? What's your next move? Uh, quietly making an exit plan. <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. That sounds great. That sounds cool. Cool. That sounds great. Interesting. 
So he uh, tells her that he's been abducted on and off his whole life and that his relationship with one of the aliens was sexual in nature. <laughs> uh, and that he had fathered many, many alien babies. I swear to God, if Chris and- came home to me. I just, I have to, because I'm like, you got to put yourself in Janice's place, right? Yeah. No, for real. Who is talking and about like, Janice? You can't blame Janice for this. Like, no. Chris came home and was like, by the way, I just want to let you, I feel like now's the time I have if you to let you saw, know. The first time you saw that painting. <laughs> GTFO for real. No, you cannot. Uh-uh. He's like, this is how I fuck. <laughs> she probably answered a lot of questions for Janice yeah. to be honest she's probably like wow like, oh okay I get oh, it I get it great. I get it great 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 got it great <laughs> um, so uh, he's fathered many alien babies and she's like absolutely the fuck not yeah. and she leaves him immediately yeah and she's like yeah, Michael she's like, get in the car <laughs> get in the car right now Michael <laughs> Michael's already got it in gear <laughs> Now, um, he says that they were having other issues. It wasn't just the alien fucking that was a problem. Yeah. There were other problems already. So uh, yeah, I'm sure there were. Obviously, that was just obviously. the final straw. It was just the final straw. I think, I think we all know what the other issues were is that he didn't move during sex. <laughs> <laughs> so around this time, Crescent comes back into his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a love story. And tells Aww. her, and, and he tells her again that he wants to tell people about his experiences. He's like, I've lived He's like, one bitch, crazy are you 50? life. <laughs> yeah, TikTok. <laughs> um, so he, she takes him back up to the spaceship, and they confer again. And they're like, I'll tell you what, we will let you paint about your experiences. Oh. So he's like, oh. Okay. I have got to see this motherfucker's website. Oh, I'm you picturing to... it in my head right now. Christina. It's got like the Comic Sans. <laughs> no, no, Christina, Windings. He didn't make the website. Someone else made the website. Of course. And I have to tell you. Oh, was it the tiny Sasquatch? No, it's his son, Michael. (laughs) Graphic design. His son, Michael, was like, oh, yes, I've seen the tiny Sasquatch. (laughs) I have to tell you, like, you, if you really want to see some shit. I do. You have to watch the documentary because, like, most of the paintings are not on the website. If you want to see, and I'm so sorry, mother. If you want to see a bunch of alien women jerking David off into a bowl you have to watch the movie into wow. a bowl I know what I'm doing tonight when I get home <laughs> boop, 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 boop. into a bowl <laughs> that is a whole new meaning for two Thank girls God. one cup it's, Thank God it's not a mayonnaise jar <laughs> ten aliens one bowl yeah <laughs> I s- I hate this. Oh my god, I do. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is awful. Um, but hold on. Do I have any other pictures? Okay, great. You do. You have one. More. I have one, but it's it's for the end. Okay. Okay. So, um, they did tell him though. They're like, you are only allowed to paint the truth. If you don't paint the truth, then we will, will come for you. Oh. Okay. Right. So that's how you know that they're all truthful. Yeah. Because um, he didn't get. Come for. So he gets very interested. You know, he gets on his painting. He does paint like 200 paintings. There's a ton of them. I think that there was an art show in New York um, of his paintings. Who? So there you go. Um, David became more and more well-known within UFO circles around New York and started showing his paintings. He wasn't shy about talking about his experiences. And to their credit, the nicest New Yorkers I have ever seen, they all are like, 
yeah, we believe David. Like he says it happened, so I mean, fine. And his his son too is just like, yeah. It's if he says it happened, <laughs> that's great. No, they're all just like David's super fucking nice. Please. He seems really like honest, and he does. If you watch the documentary, he really does seem just like, yeah, this is a thing that happened to me. It was kind of traumatic to me, but like now I've I've, I've worked through with my art therapy, and things are good for me now. And you're like. Great, awesome. David. Awesome. David. David. Good for you. Amazing. David. Um, so uh, to this day, David Huggins says that Crescent still visits him. Yeah. On a, mo- on a monthly basis. Love is real. Yeah. Yeah. It's the longest romantic relationship he has ever had. Wonderful. No conscious uncoupling here. No, no. And um, while he has aged, in case you're curious, Crescent remains looking exactly the same oh, as she did uh, she when does. she first visited him. And if you are looking for a Halloween costume, couple's costume, oh. um, these, these fine yes. people went as Crescent and David Huggins for oh. Halloween, and that's very nice. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Well, I think we've got it. I think we there nailed we go. it. Next year. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well done. Wow. Wow. Alien porn. It was a lot, and I'm so sorry. (laughs) Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, hey, we've had a blast hanging out with you guys on a Friday night. Thank you so much. We are My Worst Date. You can find us at MyWorstDatePodcast.com. There you can listen to episodes. You can link up to our YouTube. We have hilarious TikToks, all of the things. Thank you guys so much. We love you so much. Cheers. Thank you.